Welcome to Rum and Records, a podcast dedicated to the lovers of brown booze and vinyl grooves, hosted by two cunts called Craig. Coming up on episode 10, we take the chance to become sommeliers of sound when each of us compliments a classic album with its own signature cocktail. Beginning with an underrated classic from the mid-90s, coupled with a cocktail as dark as its title, followed by a throbbing Nordic beast, fueled with the water of life. So prepare yourself for an hour of music mixology and Roman Records, episode 10, Perfect Pairings. Hello and welcome to another edition of Roman Records, coming to you from the new, the newly christened Roman Records HQ. Absolutely. And uh, Craig's new abode in London. And, uh, <laughs> Makes it sound like I live in a shed. <laughs> well, we are coming from a shed here, but I do own the flat that the shed. Well, I don't own it. I am renting the flat that the shed's uh, I think grounds are upon. I think you're doing a disservice calling it a shed. Well, it's wooden. You would. It's it's borderline a summer house. <laughs> I think this is a very poor summer house. Well, this is the skegness of summer houses. <laughs> it's got power. It's, it's got, got power. It's got lighting. It's got windows. It's got a carpet. It's got a carpet. Um, it's got shelving. Like it, it, I think it doesn't feel drafty. According to the landlord, this property was owned by a, a record producer of sorts before, and this was his studio. He had uh, a desk and everything up here. So I feel like I'm channeling. Could be. You never know. And the music they were talking about was actually uh, produced in this very summer house. It's highly unlikely, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? Some of the shit we listen to is quite possible. Could be. Could be. So this week we are actually going back to. I can't remember even we talked about this in other episodes. Like, we must have. We I'm sure we did. So we did we did a pilot episode that we never released, where I may as well just talk about it. So we each picked an album and we had to come up with a cocktail to be paired with that album. So that's for our tenth episode to celebrate the. Don't we bring it back? We're, we're bringing it back. Unfortunately, Chris Hamley, who was on that pilot episode, and we keep talking about, um, couldn't be here with us. Um, and I think he's maybe that's quite a good thing after the cocktail that he brought to his the table. His cocktail was pretty bad, but it's quite controversial. But but certainly his uh, his presence, his comments will be missed. Yes, and and soon, 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 um, we're trying to find something that works and gets him on the mic. Um, but yes, I'm quite excited for this. I really struggled with so many ideas for episode 10 like oh we could do decades because that's 10 years or we could do albums that has 10 tracks or and then we just thought you know what fuck it stop trying to tie things to numbers let's yeah. go back to a format that worked something that you guys have never heard before and because we are now in a location where we have access to lots of alcohol and um, different <laughs> utensils utensils well like all the cocktail Aye, accoutrements accoutrements um, that you don't get in a hotel room no exactly or not always there was a hotel that we did have that and yeah, there was um, but yeah this gives us more free range to experiment with the alcohol that for we sure. are serving up for sure so what we thought we'd just get straight into it and I want to play you the first track off of the album and my first track of the podcast and here we go
So, for the uh, it's more astute listener, as I like to say, that was, of course, uh, the Afghan Wigs, which is the band I've selected to talk about. Big Greg. Big Greg, indeed. He is a big lad. He is massive. He is. He's a, an a impressive figure that he cuts on stage. Oh, yes. Um, we've seen him live. Indeed. You've seen him a couple of times. A couple of times, and he is one of the, I think, one of the best front men in... Honest to God, I, um, I've, I've never really had much experience with the Afghan Wigs. I always remember reading their name, but I'm excited for you to bring this album in because obviously it's... The later I, albums. Like this, I've been in the later albums, yeah. The second iteration. Yes. So they had this kind of hiatus and they kind of came back um, quite recently, actually, and they've had a few albums since then that have been very good. But I wanted to go back uh, to an earlier album and a couple of reasons for that. One, it's one of my favourite albums and mm. I wanted to bring it to the table. But also, I think they're probably one of the most underrated bands in alternative music. I really, Definitely. I really, really do. And this album as well, it's only recently that it's got the respect and acclaim it deserves. That was uh, the first track from the 1996 album that's called Black Love, uh, which was their fifth album. Mm. So going way past that third album rule thing. So yeah, uh, okay. this was their second album on their on their major label. It didn't really hit the mark with the critics at the time. Some of the reviews, if you go back and read them, are they're not they're very lukewarm. They're and the album that preceded that, which was uh, the album Gentleman, is kind of heralded as the masterpiece. This is the one to get. It's just what you should listen to, and it's a very very good album. But I actually think that this album. Is, is even better. Before we go on to talk about it a little bit more, I did want to get uh, my drink. Please do. Prepared. I am absolutely... Beyond parched. Beyond parched. I know we use that word quite a lot. I'm beyond parched. Yeah, so l- let's do that. Uh, so I'm going to get out my... Get the ingredients, ingredients. out. And, and just to let everybody know, I have no, I had no idea what this album nope. was. I don't know what the cocktail's going to be. I'm excited. I'm even more excited. It's like I described it like Christmas. Like I'm yeah. excited to receive, but I'm also very excited to, to give. give. Cannot wait for my chance to do this. So I have, uh, the first ingredient is one we've used, I think, before on the pod. Kahlua. A bit of sweet Kahlua, as you like to call it. (laughs) Which is, um, it's black and I love it. So black love. I kind of have a feeling I know what you're going to be doing already just with that. We have vodka, not rum. We have the third spirit ingredient, which is kirsch. Oh, and this it, is like a Black Forest Gato. It kind of is, and that's kind of what I was going for. And then finally... I've got some wee cherries as well. I have some little cocktail cherries oh, to, to garnish it. And then the final thing that you, you can't see is we're going to be using a little bit of cherry cola. Uh, mm. Or cherry Fanta, because I'm going to experiment. you cherry Fanta as well, yeah. I'm going to experiment with us. So Bring it back the King's of Convenience Store. And listen, if you haven't guessed really what we're going to be making, I'm going to be doing a variation on a Black Russian a black Russian. Now, white Russians get a lot of plaudits. I've drank many. Many, many, many white Russians. So many good iterations of those as well, like a gingerbread Russian, oh. a minty Russian. So many good ones. And if you've ever... If you go to Lebowski's in Finiston. In Finiston or in Edinburgh, there's one as well. Yeah. But, uh, a bunny, I do like the bunny. Oh, the bunny, yeah. Uh, the bunny's good. Fans of that movie will see that there's... Uh, a lot of white Russians dedicated to characters there. So I thought, do you know what? It's time, the black Russian... Got a little bit I'm of excited for this. Thank you for bringing this. So typically, this is not this is not shaking. This it is typically stirred. Actually, I've got a really good thing about shaking, not stirred. Aye. You might know this as well, 
But supposedly, if you shake ice with martini, you actually get more of the ice chipping off and becoming water particles. So technically, James Bond likes a weak martini. What an absolute fucking pussy. Aye. Honestly, he's, he's the, the nation's hard man, suave individual, but he can't handle his liquor. <laughs> he Honestly, so I remember watching that. Like, some people were like, who the fuck wants shaking? Shaking breaks it off. And you were like, what a fraud. Aye. So there you go. Um, the reason that cocktails are stirred often is so not to dilute them. Well, that's interesting because usually if you drink like an old-fashioned or something, they stir it. Mm-hmm. Several, several times, and they usually use big chunks of ice. So again, not to dilute it. Again, not to dilute it. Yes. So what I'm going to be doing here, I'm going to be doing uh, three part. And then there's vodka going to be the main spirit here. Yes, we're going to have uh, six day of vodka. Okay. Wow. Well, this is between the two of us, yeah. No, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I've got Tom Cruise here already. Um, we're going to have twenty of the Kahlua. Only twenty. That's oh, a shame. It's actually really overpowering. I've Good. No, so you don't need too much of this shit. It's, it's beautiful, but you don't need too much shit. Nice. I might just have to. And then we're going to give this a little stir. Your Kirsch looks uh, fairly back alley. <laughs> what, like, uh, a sweet tooth alky would drink? It does. <laughs> Apparently it's not sweet. No? Which are kind of disappointing a wee bit. <laughs> we'll get some more ice. Plenty of fresh ice in there. Oh, I can smell it. Honestly, that's just for one person. Aye. <laughs> and then... And a bit of cherry cola. You don't oh, have a lot of that in. And then you just pop a little garnish. Now, Craig, um, I've noticed something else on the table. Is this to add to the ambience of the yes, drink? Yes, it is indeed. Well, more to the listening pleasure of the album, Okay. to be quite honest. So I've got a prop on the table here, um, and it's not just there for the sake of it. So I've got some uh, I've got some incense, which I'm going to just light for you now. So let me just... This takes me back. Like the old incense. Aye. So give that a wee minute. Now, there is a reason for this. So... <sighs> A couple of things. So those of you familiar with the album artwork will notice on the front cover there is like an ashtray and there's two incense burning in that ashtray. And it's often said that the the title of the album was to do with uh, Greg Dooley's sort of his inspiration and his appreciation for soul music. Now, he has a lover of soul music and there's definitely influences of soul music in this album. However, it's far more simple than that the reason for it it's actually to do with his favourite incense growing up was a brand actually called Black Love believe it or not really? Aye. Oh, that's it's cool. weird <laughs> it's pretty strong here in a small room it's actually. great I mean I'm going I'm going back to India in a couple of weeks and this is getting me right in the mood for it good I'm good, I'm good with that so have you got the same uh, amounts? I didn't put as much vodka in this oh, thank you so if you want this one you can have this no, one no 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 I'm worried that it might be a bit much I did agree with that and then cherry cola you shouldn't put too much just a wee bit and then put a wee cherry in pop my cherry okay so we've got our first um, like what are you going to call this just a black Russian or are you going to call no. it a black love uh, yeah let's call it a black love black love yeah. here's to Greg and the boys Cheers. Nice, actually. That is a Black Forest Gato. <laughs> it is. 
that's what kind of was kind of going for. And you're right, the Kahlua would overpower it if you put any more in mm. there. I do have more vodka than you, but it's not wow. that apparent. That's nice, man. I think the Kirsch definitely has it because I, I, I made one last night without Kirsch. I did it. And I was like, oh, I don't have cherry in there for me. Mm-hmm. So we've got Kirsch, we've got cherry cola, and we've got a cherry in there as yeah, well. Yeah, and I think maybe the next one I make, I might just put a wee bit of that syrup. Cherry syrup in there. I just got a, wee, a, wee, just a wee hint of sweetness to it. This is great. Thank you very much. And what's the, the next track we're going to listen to? So the next track we're going to listen to is actually track two. Looking forward to it. A different vibe to this track. Uh, and this track is called My Enemy. <laughs> I love that. That's um, I was convinced I'd heard that guitar riff before. It sounds very similar to a, a Biffy Clyro track, and if I can remember what it is, I'll throw yeah. it in the podcast. But I was saying during this song playing, it's got that youthful energy that mm. the, the current Afghan wigs kind of lacks, and not for a bad thing. Like no. I, I love the current Afghan wigs. It's got a maturity. Yep. There's less, um, what did we say, posturing? Ah, it's, it's like rock. It is like... Um, it's, it's not cliche. Rock for the Middle Ages. Yeah. The Middle Ages. The Middle Aged. Really, it's like it's got experience sure. to the lyrics. I Whereas this, I've never heard Afghan Afghan wigs sound like this. Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you I'm glad you're liking this. And um, this album is really cool. Uh, I wanted to. You asked me there during the break what was the first song called, uh, and it's called Crime Scene Part One, which is a kind of an odd name for a for a song. Is there a part two? There. Isn't no, oh. but there's there's a definite film noir feel to this album, mm. um, and Dooley said himself, the dark and the light, the sin and the salvation, the misunderstood, the seedy revenge, paranoia, these were things. He's like, I don't want to call it a phase I was going through, but it was it was uh, something that I was immensely attracted to at the time. He has fucking practiced that answer so much by oh, the that's not an answer yeah. that you just give off the cuff the dark and the what did they say the dark and the light the sin and the salvation <laughs> um, he's like I was immersed, immersed in reading a lot of Elroy watching Blood Simple which is a film I actually watched in college it's a I think it's an early Coen Brothers film it's, it's pretty dark it's pretty cool however there was this idea going around that he this was basically a soundtrack to a movie that was never made the reason the kind of rumour came about, I mean, he's kind of cautious. He listened, it was never a black love movie. It was never about that. However, he did have an option to make a movie. He, did he? he took an option on a, on a book. So he, he said, I'd read this book called Spoken in Darkness by Anne Embry and had bought the rights to the film. How, right, wait a minute. But he says they were completely... How un- does one do that? Like, where... How successful were they at this point that they could buy the rights to a well, movie? Well, I guess like between releasing their first major label suppose, debut, that was yeah. really successful, uh-huh. and apparently they had lots of major labels clambering over to sign them. But it, it's, it's, it's never seen the light of day. Cool thing, uh, the first track that we listened to, Crime Scene Part 1, is 
it begins literally where the last album left oh, off. Oh, I love that. The fade out is the fade into that album. <sighs> and I'm just like, that is such a it's cool... attention to detail. And they were three years apart as well. That's so cool. Let's pour another drink. Let's do it. Okay, Craig, so we have a second iteration of this. Um, yes. A little bit of cherry juice. I got, I don't know, did you put a bit oh, of no, cherry I juice? Oh, I really like the action that you do with the, the pouring of the cherry Coke. Do you like it? And for our listeners um, who are wanting to recreate this, we have only, we still have some cherry cola in one can. And this is our, we made four drinks out of this. So well, it, this is, it's a splash. It's a splash of cola. Um, and I did, I looked up the recipe for what recipe and it was literally just it's vodka and Kahlua and I was like I was sure it was coke in that I always thought it I was, was I was convinced it was Coca-Cola in this and the first time I had I can vividly vividly remember this All my right. 18th birthday okay it was in Hamilton in the Hamilton Palace oh, you were in the palace in the palace hold on a minute it was your 18th you went to the palace surely that's just for underaged people <laughs> <laughs> I always used to go there was different there was different floors there was different All the cat house yeah, so the middle floor, which was the floor that I preferred, was called yeah. 30 somethings actually. So I was ahead of my time. Shut up, there was just MILFs everywhere. No, it was more to do with the music, to be honest okay, with you. Okay, okay. Right. 30s music, like fucking <laughs> big bands. Yeah, it was just all people doing the Charleston and all that. What's his face, Glenn? Glenn Miller in the But it is appropriate. We're talking about Hamilton, though, because... Greg Dooley's for Hamilton. Greg Dooley's for Hamilton. No, he is. I know you're laughing. Greg Dooley is from Hamilton. Hamilton... Ohio. Ohio, yes. And they're often referred to as being from Cincinnati, Ohio. And I actually saw him in an interview say... Oh, 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 oh. Hold on. Have you ever heard of a place called Burnbank? <laughs> Hamilton, Ohio. Burnbank, Hamilton, Ohio. <laughs> Which I was like, go on yourself, son. Uh, quite, quite. That's cool that he did that. He did, he actually created the I guy. Know. But yes, yeah, so back to the drink. I just want to talk about the whole Coke thing. Um, basically, what I've been able to find out is what they call that is a dirty black Russian where they put Coke in it. So as a drink, as a thing. It's a dir- a dirty a dirty black Russian. I feel like you put less coke in that. Do you want me more? I might as well finish the I mean, car, there, eh? I mean, there's, le- there's less... Um, Do you want vodka? Do you want, want me the, to, the doubt of that can? you want the doubt? Who's? I want twos in that. Twos? <laughs> I don't know why. We digress massively. Oh. Cutting in, a lot of cutting in. No, I'm not cutting any of this out. This is fucking quality material. Raw unedited. Anyways, delicious drink. We're going to tan this one. We tanning this We're gonna one? We're going to tan it okay. during our third track. So how, yes. hopefully this third track is a little bit longer. This third track is, again, it's it's quite different from the last track, which is which is good and the reason I selected it, actually. So this is the last track on side one of the vinyl. Uh-huh. This track is called Going to Town and I'm going to play it for you now. That was my third selection from the album Black Love by the Afghan Wigs. That was Going to Town. And quite a different vibe on that one, Craig. I think you probably agree. I like the electronic drum kits. And it was like... Dun, 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 dun. With, just the, with the beats. Uh, yeah. And interestingly, 
you might have picked up on that. I think it's, there's quite an obvious influence there of when they play that live, they usually like go in uh, superstitious by Stevie Wonder on it. Yes. Great track. It's got a different vibe. Oh, kind of honky tonk country boom, 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 like chicken picking. Yeah, but then they've got the clav, and that obviously ties into Stevie Wonder's superstitious. Let's have another drink. Yes, let's do it. No, 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 that's not working at all. It's not. We're the, fucked up there. The Fanta itself, it's fine on its own, but put it in the drink. It's great on its own, but you can't taste any. Not one single hint of that is in there. No, it's not. It's weird. Did you fuck up the measures? Is that what it was? No, no. Right, well, we're sticking to the cherry coke, and we're going on to our fourth track. Yes, fourth track. So we're now on side B of the album. And this I, this was a bit annoying in some ways because there's three songs at the end of the album that they tend to play in succession when, okay. they, when they play live even to this day uh-huh. however I'd already, I'd already like sh- three tracks. I'd already like shot most of my load so I'm going to listen to the second last track of Side B and I just want to reiterate that you really need to listen to this album in its entirety I know we're kind of dipping in and out for the purpose of this podcast of bits and bobs here and there however it is very much you know, we talk about the LP and the power of the LP, and this is very much one of those albums. We talked at this kind of near the start of the pod about it being cinematic and it being a potential soundtrack and all this kind of stuff, but it very much does have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Uh, gentlemen explored themes of kind of like men at their worst, you know, like misogynistic, arrogant bastards, bastards, basically. And however, this does explore the same themes but what differs that album for me thematically from the last album is there is like this little shred of redemption there you think actually there's there's some good in that person there's some good in that boy he wants to get better just like a Greg Sausage Roll there's a wee bit of heat in that Ah, he wants to he he wants to go on the path of goodness (laughs) whereas you know it's like you you watch like a film right and there's a character like that he's a pure cunt he, he's a prick. He's like, there's no redeeming features, and it's like, how can I get behind this character? But then you watch another movie, and there's maybe someone a bit similar, but it's like, do you know what? He's got a little bit of good in him, and you kind of like feel for him. And this is why you need to listen to this whole album, because it, it, it has a clearly defined, like a movie, beginning, middle, and end. Um, and it does, it, it's, it ties itself so so nicely. It actually starts how it ends as well. You know, there's kind of like, train kind of pulling away and it starts and ends that way it's just so nice actually it really is really nice so anyway we're going to play track uh second last track of the album track nine yes and this is called summer's kiss and greg dooley's on record of saying this is one of his favorite afghans wig songs he's ever he's ever kind of good lad here we go Summer Kiss, 
Greg Dooley does go on record saying it's one of his all-time favourites, and it's strange that uplifting for an album that's pretty dark as well. And what I love about this album, and and again, why you should be listening to stuff on vinyl, the stuff it flows. Aye. It really flows, and I know we are breaking this up for you talking about it, but hopefully you'll go now out, seek these albums out, listen to them, uh, buy it on vinyl, just buy it, buy it, stay it. Do it now, just stay it, stay it. Go on, go on. We'll wait, we'll wait. Patiently waiting. Yep, now you are. Done. Okay, anyway, so that was uh, Summer's Kiss. Really uplifting track, and we're going to go into the last track. And this track, Craig, you do know. Oh, right, yeah! And I think this. This is, is the only track I've ever listened to from this album. Yes, probably is. Right. I think we should just get into this last track. What I would like to just, just while we're at it, if you're going to make this cocktail, Cherry Coca-Cola, not Cherry, cherry not Cherry Coke Zero, not no. Cherry Fanta. Cherry no. Fanta is nice if you're hungover, I imagine. It needs to be Cherry Coca-Cola Company, the big dog, the proper one. It's not going to work otherwise. Fucking. We try these things. You know, we do. We do it for you. We do it for you. We want an experiment. We Everything suffer. I do, I do it for you. We suffer so that you don't have to. Essentially, is what we do. Well, Craig... Thank you. I am now a little bit less endowed in the monetary terms. I have bought another album. But you are so much culturally richer. I honestly am so happy that I bought this album. I am so happy you bought this album. Guys, I hope you buy this album too. Let's have a little ching-ching with our glasses here. And on to the next album after this one. Here is to Craig Templeton, Greg Dooley and the album Black Thank you, Craig. What a wonderful way to finish off your introduction and your, well, probably reintroduction to me of this amazing album, Black Love by Afghan Wigs. Um, I have to admit that the last track is the track that I've only ever really listened to, so for you to hold that back till the very end was amazing. Such a good reveal to show that I already know this album. I have, in this time, Purchased that album. Yes! Alongside... Go on, Craigie. Uh, Super Furry Animals album. Um, and it's now my turn to bring an album to the I table. I can't wait. And this I is an wait. album that, for for many a year, I have wanted to purchase. I really have always wanted the box set of this album. Okay. And um, the leather-bound box set of this album. Ooh, However... Kinky. Recently, I've been, I've been able to acquire a copy on eBay for quite a cheap price... I know that you've never really listened to this album. I it's am. such a, a blast from the past. Um, it's got such good memories for me. So many good gigs. And we're going to play the first track. So 
as Craig likes to say, for more of the astute listener, um, probably more. <laughs> I don't know if you're very astute if you know where this album is. This is um, Turbo Negro and their album Scandinavian Leather. Um, it's a 2002 release. Uh, I think it was released on Burning Heart um, and also through Epitaph in America. I don't have any notes about this album. I purely went through and picked this album because one, I recently was able to purchase it and two, I have so many good memories as a teenager growing up listening to this album. That's a a great reason to pick it. Absolutely. It's a very highly sexualised album. Uh, This track that we just listened to was called Wipe It Till It Bleeds. Craig firstly thought it was about arses, then fannies. (laughs) No, it's about your penis. Um, It's about masturbating and taking care of your penis. Wipe It Till It Bleeds. And this is probably from the peak time of Turbo Negro. Um, Turbo Negro went through many variants of when the band initially came out. They are more of a hardcore band. Now they are fronted by, I think, the guy's English. Um, but the band are Norwegian of origin. Mm-hmm. Scandi. They're, they are Scandi. Scandinavian leather. And if you've not guessed it already, Scandinavian leather is pretty much your birthday suit fucking being naked so there is a there, I, I call this the first track from the album but there is one of those intro tracks that do, 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 builds up and it says uh, meanwhile caught in the eye of the blizzard of flames the alpha denim recruits were forced to strip to their Scandinavian leather which is their bare arses. well their bare asses. Um and Turbo Negro did, like I said started off as a, like a hardcore band very influenced by American punk, but decided to go down the more homoerotic uh, kind of path, okay. which is a path less trodden than the punk scenes. <laughs> Absolutely. And they took inspiration from Tom of Finland. Do you know Tom of Finland, the homoerotic cartoon? He's I like don't. a kind of biker with a big bulge. Um, he has his own <laughs> vodka out now. No, I don't. We've been to Jerry's um, in uh, Soho. It's a, it's a. Oh, aye, the, the booze shop. One of shop. our kind of favourite booze shops in Soho, and they have a Shout out to the guys at Jerry's. Fucking Jerry's, by the way, provide oh. us with wonderful drinks. They actually, they stock um, Tom of Finland's own vodka. Aye. Turbo Negro have their own Tom. Happy Tom. Happy Tom of Oslo. And Tom is probably the main lyric writer of the group. We'll talk about him as we go on. Like I said, I don't have many notes, so apologies if any of this is incorrect. But it's my turn to make a cocktail and I have been telling Craig throughout the week that I've prepared quite a lot for this. Oh. I have ordered custom glassware. For fuck's sake. Um, I have ordered a alcohol that I've never drank before. Oh, it God. links into the kind of cultural side to it. I'm going to use some herbs. Uh, it's quite I, a savoury drink. I um, I'll be honest, like, episode one, I made a comment and that was sh- Shiting myself, I think was my exact words. I feel the kind of same way I did feel. <coughs> well, one thing to take of note is Scandinavian countries do not handle spice very well. They're not attuned to spicy flavours. So it's not going to be anything too hot. No chilli. No chilli involved. Zero chilli involved. However, this album has quite a lot of themes. One is sex. They talk about sex all the time. Penises, <coughs> prostitution, all that. Um, they have one track called Train of Flesh. Um, which, I mean, I would probably call my penis a train of flesh. <laughs> Another theme within that is blood. 
So the first track was called Wipe It Till It Bleeds. They have another track called um, Drenched in Blood. And the third theme is Destruction. So one is called Turbo Negro Must Be Destroyed. Um, And certain lyrics talk about destroying and other tracks. So I wanted to take their Norwegian heritage, their obsession with blood, and their obsession with sex (laughs) into one cocktail. I am... And this cocktail is going to be called... uh, Wipe it till it bleeds. Oh, so the first track was called Wipe it till it bleeds. This is the name of the cocktail. I am so excited. The I'm worried, but I'm so excited. You're gonna. I'm gonna introduce you to not only a new musical um, group, but also a new alcohol that I hope you've never drank before. Now in Norway, there ain't no rum. They're not gonna make ain't sugar. No rum in Norway. Ain't no rum in Norway. So there's no sugar um, canes, no molasses, <laughs> no fucking <laughs> of that stuff. So when you're in a very cold country, let's say like Russia, what do you make? It tends to be vodka, doesn't it? it? tends to be vodka. And what do you make vodka out of? Grain. You can get grain vodka, but you can also get... Potato vodka. Potato vodka. I mentioned earlier on this podcast, we're going to talk about the aqua of life, the water of life. Joie de vivre. Uh-huh. So in Norway, we have aquavit or aquavit which is the water of life. It's from the Latin, aqua vitae. And okay. we have an alcohol here that I've purchased. And it's got an amazing, I've got an amazing story about this and we're going to talk about this. But it's been in the freezer. Ooh. This is Lina, Lina, L-I-N-I-E. Wow. Lina Aquavit. And this was matured at sea in oak sherry casks. And we'll talk about maturing wow. at sea in a second. It looks... It's been frozen. Looks good. You can buy this on, I think it's Masters of Malt uh, for about 30 quid. Now, I don't really have measures here, so we're just going to take a big glug of it and put it in a mixing glass. Let's maybe do, what, two of these? Two double jiggers. Are we sure? Is this for, for this is for two of us. Oh, you go for it. Oh, okay. Craig, Craig T is very, very generous on the poor folks. Very generous. Now... Again, they don't really like spicy things, but one thing that does come across in Scandinavian cooking is the use of the herb dill. Oh, yeah. Well, so I have some... Gravelax. Um, I've got some dill, so I'm going to put a little bit of dill in there. Dill? That's something that I've never used before in this oh, drink. Oh, fuck. Dill tips. <laughs> I, bought, <laughs> I bought this... Um, oh, my. ...from Flying Tiger, the famous Danish store. Is that Danish? I think so. Is it not Flying Tiger or Copenhagen? I don't, I don't know. Have a wee sniff of that. That smells quite good. That I reminds me of um, cuppa soups. Tomato cuppa soups. Do you know what? I want this with like smoked salmon. I mean, You're not getting any smoked salmon. We will talk about what this drink goes well with in a second. I never don't like drink dill. So we're going to put a little bit of dill in there. Guys, I'm going on the record and saying I don't want to drink dill. However, I will... <laughs> So we're going to mix the spirit and dill together. Oh, the f- oh. Craig has got a very good shaking action, folks. You can- I'm, I'm wiping it till it bleeds. You cannot see this, but that is... Just to let you know, I've never tried this before. Oh, really? So we're going to put it into this recovered milk bottle of me. The dill's fine. Yeah, it's not it's no, it's no fault in the dill. That's fine. So we have some dill in there. Okay, so we have Aquavit, and do you want to know about Aquavit right now, or do you want to talk about that later? I want to know about it now. Okay, so in order for something to be 
proper aqua vet or aqua vet, however you want to pronounce it, it needs to be matured at sea. Oh, wow. Okay? So generally with that a... That's cool. So generally with a spirit, you put it in a cask, probably like a sherry cask or a mm-hmm. port cask or something like that, and you leave it in a darkened room. With Lina, they actually put it into those barrels, so this one's a sherry barrel, mm-hmm. and then they put it on a ship. That's cool. And then, and this is the this is amazing, that ship must cross the equator twice what? in order for it to be matured at sea and become a proper aquavit. I love these random fucking like, rules. You can actually, this is the amazing thing about Scandinavian TV. Obviously, Scandi dramas and crime things have oh, came yeah, in, like yeah, the, yeah. Um, the, what was it called, the tunnel or the bridge or whatever it was called. But also something that Scandinavia is very famous for is slow TV. So slow TV is when you can watch a train journey for the fucking 10 hours and they just strap a camera on a, TV, on a train. Really? And watch it for 10 hours. Yeah, really? it's on Netflix now. But um, Lena actually allow you to follow this the the ship that these casks are on. That's cool. So any time... That's cool. Any time you wake up and you think, where the fuck are these casks? You can actually see a live stream of these ships. That's really and cool. And know where it is. I, I'm liking this. So what makes this so special? What gives it its colour? So cre- it is flavoured with caraway seeds. Ooh. So another Nordic delicacy. So caraway seeds are like quite... Anisidy, but not as yeah. anisidy as, as, as anise. So... What is this? A potato vodka, essentially. Kinda. Uh, kind of like a gin. All gins are kind of vodkas with flavourings. This is the exact same. It's flavoured with caraway seeds. Okay. Um, so what we're going to do with this, because it wipe it till it bleeds, we're going to make a Bloody Mary. But <laughs> when you use Aqua Vit, it is known as a Bloody Marion. Okay, oh. so this is a take on a Bloody Marion. I was recommended that I take tomato juice and use celery bitters and spice my own I don't ain't nobody got time for that so we're just gonna use Big Tom Big Tom by the way I saw some today Uh and I almost bought it randomly and it was just a it was a spice to like spice your own I've seen that yeah so we're going with Big Tom but Big Tam is a fucking solid guy. He may be too spicy for most Scandinavians. Who knows? Um, so we're gonna, just going to pour Big Tam into the milk bottle. Do you know what Dill's full name is? Please tell me. Dillweed. Dillweed? Is that something <laughs> I could be making that up. I don't know. I'm not a fucking Alan Touchmarsh. Now, we have a milk bottle. Very red. Oh, shoot the bowl. It tastes fantastic. Does it taste good? It does taste good. Now, the thing is... No, I'm going to ruin it. No, 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 no. I needed a funnel. Oh, God. Now, Craig's trying to figure out, why did, why did Craig T need a funnel? Well, I did. Cause so, I've got this in a milk bottle. I, I was did con- mention custom glassware. I was confused. Just oh, you wait. Just, just oh you wait. Oh, my good God. <laughs> so, this is called wipe it till it bleeds. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. I am fucking worried. But excited at the same time. Oh, you should be excited. Now, he's got like we a ch- have a pre we have a cocktail that we've mixed. We have Aquavit, we have Big Tam, we've got a little bit of dill in there. Mm-hmm. It's been cooled by the ice. The Aquavit has been in the freezer. 
How do we serve this? How do we make a wipe it till it bleeds without the presence of a penis? Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> this is tremendous. So, Craig, I present you. Ah! Uh, <laughs> this is amazing! Penis number two. So, we have two <laughs> glass penises. This is fun. <laughs> That's incredible. And we're going to use the funnel. Now why we're in the funnel. Now you know why we need the funnel. Oh. You know, the shot is load. Just load. Uh, so there is a... Wipe it till it bleeds. Fucking <laughs> That is... A, that is... I can't believe you went to the, like... The trouble of fucking ordering glass penises. No, I did not expect that. I tell you what. So, we have two glass penises filled with big tam, some aquavit, and a little bit of dill. And I'm going to call this uh, Wipe It Till It Bleeds. Uh, I think that is genius from you, Craig Templeton. Do you know what? I- I've got such admiration for you moulding your own cock <laughs> So, there we have, we have a wipe until it bleeds. We're going to suck down on these fucking cocks. Um, and the next track we're going to listen to is a self-referencing track, which I love when a band self-references. This song is called Turbo Negro Must Be Destroyed. Was uh, I? That was fucking rip a roaring, ha <laughs> <laughs> rocking, <laughs> rocking. No, a really good track actually. And I have not listened to this band at all. So Craig, talk us through. So I can't remember which number album this is of Turbo Negroes. It's fairly like it's either number four or number five. Like I said, they started off as a hardcore band, and then they started this kind of glam punk. They like to call themselves, and they made up their own genre, death punk. Death punk? They call themselves death punk. Um, and this is kind of the second album of that vein. The album before it was called Apocalypse Dudes, and it did have a couple of tracks that were kind of homoerotic, but there were other tracks that were more about like fucking pizza and all this sort of shit. So on that one, they had a track called Rendezvous with Anus. <laughs> they had um, Prince of the Rodeo, which is, if you don't know what a rodeo is, it's when you shove your up somebody's and you fucking hold on until they um, whereas this track is more fully formed, it is very hard rocking. It doesn't feature any tracks that would be considered a ballad. A lot of the tracks are very similar in style, but they do touch upon different themes. Like I said, blood, sex, and destruction. Can I just interject mm. briefly? I was promised snacks. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. So, Craig, the album is called Scandinavian Leather. No now, shit. I tried to bring in something that was leathery. I thought mm, black, tan, oh, all these different types of leathers. Like, Biltong or something. Well, like. however, I didn't think. Well, fuck it. What's leathery? Jerky. 
Fucking oh, jerky's leathery. No. Now, generally, Aquavit is tasted with fatty meats, like kind of pork belly, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I thought, what is a kind of typical Scandinavian meat that you wouldn't get anywhere else? Like reindeer. Fucking on the nose, by the way. We have reindeer jerky. <laughs> you should me. We've got reindeer jerky, oh and alongside that, we have elk jerky. So elk is kind of Listen, similar to moose. We know we've got a lot of uh, listeners who are like fitness fanatics who like to do a lot of working out. These are like really protein heavy. Exactly. <laughs> so on the on your right we have elk, and on the left we have reindeer. Now this is supposed to go really well with the actual taste of aquavit. So do, would you like a, like a shot of it to go with it? Uh, just take out the jigger. Aye, fuck it. Right. So we're gonna have a little shot. Um, you take a shot of this. Listeners. And I'll only just do like I won't fill it up. Listen. So we'll have that, and what do you want? Elk, reindeer. I want. I'm going to be about both of us, alright. But a bit of both. Listen, start with elk, take a shot, and then have some reindeer. Right. What way? This is elk. But what way to do it? What, what do you mean? You take a shot and then you fucking eat some. What way round? Take a shot. Okay. This is Aquavit. It smells alright. Yeah, it's quite nice. And a little bit of elk Aquavit, for Craig. Bit of elk. Elk or not? <laughs> How is that? It's alright, bit chewy. Bit chewy. I'm enjoying it. But you can definitely smell that caraway. There's like a slight oh. anise. Or in the terms of Turbo Negro, anus. <laughs> Quite anus flavour to that. No, it's lovely. It's not too bad. So, um, we have listened to two tracks so yeah, far. We so have three get, tracks we need to, to get, go. We need to get cracking. It talks about the main themes of this album. Uh, is sex, destruction and blood. This one falls under sex. This song is called Sell Your Body to the Night. Turn on the red light. That was great. I liked that. Did you enjoy that? I really liked that. I really like. Obviously, the lyrical content is a bit fucking risky. And yes, we're talking about prostitution. Yes, we're talking about fucking body. Like, not body shaming, but like getting your body in peak performance so you can get the most fucking money out of it. But that's the the essence of rock and roll to me is like fucking throw everything out. Like throw all your fucking worries out just talk about fucking fun shit yeah sell your body to the night because not belong to lovers. it does have that vibe maybe it that's does. where they brought that from it definitely does um, but yeah Terminator like I said they went through different variations um, they actually started in 1989 so they're quite um, an old band they have had quite a few different members they went through different lineup changes this I would say is the classic lineup. And just like another homoerotic band, like the Village People, they had different personalities. Um, so Ooh. I've mentioned Happy Tom already. 
he always would have a sailor hat on. So one of the reasons that when I go out and get drunk, I wear a sailor hat is in dedication to Happy Tom. I remember those days. So that's Happy Tom. That's Happy Tom's influence. Was that because of that? It was, absolutely. Um, I didn't know that at the time. So we have Happy Tom. We also have the singer at that point was Hank Von Helvet, Hank of Hell. Um, and he had these kind of black, heavy black makeup, spidery eyes. Okay. Some people have got that tattooed on their bodies. Hi. Um, there's a, in the, this is a Gatefold album. When you open up the Gatefold, there's fan pictures. And one of them is a guy with his eyes tattooed on his arse. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. We also have a guitarist called Rune Rebellion, who initially looked like kind of a farmer with like a straw hat and some dungarees. But he moved into more of like you know like the 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 war film Zulu, yeah, and yeah. that kind of peaked. Oh cap. yeah, yeah. He was wearing one of those. Um, Euroboy was the main guitarist. <laughs> Euroboy. Euroboy. <laughs> we have Chris Summers, um, who was on the drums, and Palpot Pamperius was <laughs> the other guitarist. Heavily made up with kind of um, gloss lipsticks and. And highlighters and, and, and shimmering eyeshadows. I love the band. And I've seen them live a couple of times. I saw them at the Reading Festival the first time. So the Reading Festival was... Um, well, actually, sorry, the Leeds Festival. I went to the Leeds variation of that festival. They had, like, a kind of... Other tents. It's not just a live stage. And they had one which was owned by... I can't remember who, but it was like a, a skateboarding tent. And they had people like the Ataris and all the other kind of oh, pop, yeah. pop bands. But Turbo Negro were there and they played on that stage as well because they have a punk influence. Mm -hmm. Very Ramones-esque. So they came out and they were like throwing out buckets of blood and throwing out fucking oh, um, feather pillows and oh, really? that sort of fucking style. And I just was became obsessed with them. And I remember going to my local record store which was Barnstorm Records in Dumfries. Is this when you sold in Dumfries? It was still when I was in Dumfries. And uh, unfortunately they've now closed down. I think this year they closed down. But they were able to get me a copy of Scandinavian. Shame on you, Dumfries. On, on CD. This fourth song actually is my favourite song from the album. I don't think it was my favourite song when I was growing up. But it's more full on. It's more intense. It's got a lot of kind of beef behind it. Like it's, it's like, <laughs> it's really heavy. It's driving. It's distorted. And it's a song called Remain Untamed. So it's got that kind of wildness and that kind of sense of danger to it. Let's get it on. Wow. Probably one of the most hard rocking tracks we have had on this podcast. Hard rocking! Yeah! Remain untamed, motherfuckers. Remain untamed. That was, I have to say, when we chat, we chat with this in another podcast, this, this, this band, and I, I'm generally sceptical about most things. Uh, but. I have been turned around. Yeah? 
I haven't turned around. That track is the one that's like, it switched me in another direction. That's not Craig taking a piss, by the way. He's just pulling out some excess, like, liquid ice, ice water from a cocktail shaker. That was fucking... Such a good song. Such a good song. And get this, this is all... Every song that we've listened to so far, this is all side A. Before we go into the last track, I was going to ask you, um, one, how does uh, Wipe It Till It Bleeds taste? It tastes really good, actually. I was pretty worried with the ingredients. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. The Lenny story is very interesting. It's cool, isn't it? I loved it. I loved the narrative behind it. And I do love it. And even tasting it on its own, Caraway Seeds comes across massively. The penis glasses are inspired. Would you like some spunk with your cock? <laughs> no, it depends what you're talking about here. No, honestly, do you want some spunk with your cock? Well, without spunk... What is a cock for? So here I go. I've got some spunk for you. (laughs) What the fuck is this? This is some Scandinavian fucking treats. And they're called spunk? Uh, This is Ving Gummy Spunk. So it's like wine gums. I'm going to spunk in your hand right now. You dirty fucking bastard. Spunk's in your hand, mate. Okay. These look pretty good. I'm not putting spunk in my mouth. They're good. Not bad. Now, spunk isn't the only thing that I wanted to offer up here. I know I said we're going to have quite a lot of snacks. We've had reindeer and elk jerky, which is our Scandinavian leather. We have been sipping on some penises, so I've offered you some spunk with that. But um, we've got more. I don't want to. I don't want to kind of not represent the other orifices here. Oh God! Would you like some plop? <laughs> Do you want a bit of plop? I'd love some plop. Let's try some plop. So plop is, a again, a Scandinavian delicacy. So it's a little chocolate bar called plop. It comes in three parts, so here you go. Oh, There's one part much. for you. I'd love some plop. Get some plop in your mouth there. I'm putting plop in my mouth right now. Oh, that's good. And this is one of my favourite. We've been talking about penises, and there's lots of different terms that you can call a penis. Obviously, yeah. there's, there's loads out there. I'm not going to go through any of them. But something that is available in the Scandinavian countries is a a sweet treat called a scum banana. So would you like a little bite of my scum banana? Hmm. Okay. Here you go. There you go. Scum banana. How about we bite of that? Don't, please share. I don't that- want... That's actually a larger number than it's waiting. <laughs> oh, about my scum banana. That's quite, that's quite a decent size. Aye, it's good. What is... Uh, it's got a good uh, feel to it. It's got a good length on it. So, uh, I'm getting that scum banana. <laughs> I know we've not talked a lot about Turbo Negro as a band. I would say, yes, their humour can be quite puerile at times. I do find it quite freeing for people to talk about sexuality and destruction and blood. There are a lot of tracks on here. A lot of them sound pretty much the same. But as a consistent kind of sound, you don't really get the Ramones trying out different sounds. So why the fuck should Turbo Negro try out different sounds? That's a good point. What we're going to do is we're going to sip on another glass cock filled with lina and tomato juice and dill. And then listen to our last track 
which is called Ride With Us, which kind of says that Turbo Negro are quite an inclusive group and they just want everyone to get together and destroy shit. So thank you for listening to Roman Records, our 10th episode. I can't believe we've done 10 episodes. Sometimes. Um, and all I can say is please, 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 please fuck shit up. Okay, ride with us and fuck shit up. Are you ready? time for us to say goodbye on another episode of Roman Records. We'd like to thank you for listening. We urge you to buy these records on vinyl. Try out our cocktails. Send us a message. Send us some pictures. Tag us on all your stories on Instagram. You can tweet us on Twitter. You can follow our playlists on Spotify. And you can get all the information you ever wanted about us on RomanRecords.com. <laughs>